Good morning and welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We come from a long heritage here of teaching that there's a spark of the divine in everyone. And so in the spirit of that heritage, we welcome the people around us and welcome the divine at the same time. the flame we hold in our hearts as we strive for justice everywhere. This is the light we shine upon systems of oppression until they are no more. This is the warmth that we share with one another as our struggle becomes our salvation. Our call to worship this morning is from the poet Rumi. God's joy moves from unmarked box to unmarked box, from cell to cell, as rainwater down into flower bed, as roses up from ground. Now it looks like a a plate of rice and fish, now a cliff covered with vines, now a horse being saddled. God's joy hides within these till one day it cracks them open. This congregation wrote a mission statement that we wrote on the wall because we like to say it together every Sunday. A mission statement is what tells you what you're doing here. That's what we're doing here. Let's say it together. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. Then, after we say our mission statement, we have a moment for beloved community, and it's going to be a little longer this time than it normally is, although I try to make it short. So, one of the things that happens in our culture is that we think everybody does things the same way that we do things, and we think it's weird when they don't do things the way we do things. And so our traditional Christmas story has been told this same way that we're going to tell it this morning, where the family comes in, they're visiting Bethlehem, they have family in town, which is why they're visiting, but they can't find any room in the inn. So the problem with that is, that is not at all how it happened, or how it would have happened in this culture that is not our culture. So in Palestinian culture, which has been the same for thousands and thousands of years, one of the highest values is hospitality. And you would never in a billion years have members of your own family come to your town and not host them at your house. There was no possibility that Jesus, Mary, and Joseph were going to stay at an inn like a hotel. There's a word for hotel kind of inn, but that's not the word that's used in the story. The word inn in the story means this. In every Palestinian house, there was an area of the house like this table, and then there was a raised platform where the family lived, here on a raised platform, and the rest of the house was for the animals to come in at night because you didn't want your animals to get stolen or cold at night, so you bring the animals inside at night, and they're down in the animal place 
in your house and the family is up on the platform place and there's a part of the platform that's called the inn where family members would stay or guests would stay. And so this family already had people in the inn part of their house. We learned this from a scholar, a biblical scholar, who actually lived in Palestine for many, many years. So he said this is the way it probably happened. There was no room in the inn part of the house. So Jesus, Mary, and Joseph had to stay in the animal part of the house. So Jesus was laid into a manger, which is a place where the cows and sheep eat their food. And Mary and Joseph bunked in, probably, in the hay near the whole family on the platform. And so we don't tell it that way because when we have family come into town, sometimes we think it's more comfortable for them to stay in a hotel. That's not our value. They can stay in a hotel. It's okay. It doesn't mean we're a bad family. But in the Palestinian culture, it would mean you're a bad family. So, but we tell a story the traditional way because that's how faith stories are. You tell them the traditional way. But sometimes everything is not the way you think it is. And the words that some people use don't mean the same thing to you that they mean to them. Anyway, that's just good to know. Continuing that spirit, a little gift from us to you, courtesy of Robbie Robertson of the band. Come down to the manger, see the little stranger, wrapped in swaddling clothes, the Prince of Peace. The wheels start turning. Torches start burning And the old wise men Journeyed from the east How a little baby boy Bring the people so much joy Son of a carpenter Mary carried the light This must be Christmas Must be tonight Shepherd on a hillside Over my flocks I ride On a cold winter night A band of angels sing In a dream I heard a voice Said then I come rejoice It's the end of the beginning Place a newborn king Christmas was here
saw it with my own eyes Written up in the skies Why a simple shepherd such as I And then it came to pass He was born at last Right below the stars that shine on high Mary carried the light This must be Christmas, must be tonight Son of a carpenter Mary carried the light This must be Christmas, must be tonight Be tonight Be It's time for our no-rehearsal Christmas pageant. Everyone is invited to participate, whether you have a costume or not. We will invite you up when it's your turn to end the story and let you know what to do. winter solstice has been celebrated in one form or another for thousands of years. A hundred different cultures have told stories about how the birth of their gods took place at this time of year. In the northern hemisphere, we tell stories about how light, hope, and life are returning to the world. Darkness is good for rest and root growth, but it's hard to see where you're going and what's coming at you when you're in the dark. So humans like to celebrate light. Today we will present the Christian faith story as Christianity is one of the sources of our UU faith. It's the story of a special baby, a child of God, as all babies are, a child called Jesus, who became one of humanity's great teachers. Today, this story is wrapped not only in swaddling clothes, but also in wonderful carols, which also contain some earth-based solstice elements like this one. 
Here is the Christmas story. It happened a very long time ago in a land far away. A couple named Joseph and Mary had to make a journey to the city of Bethlehem because there was a new law that said everyone had to return to the city of their birth in order to pay their taxes. Joseph was worried about Mary. She was going to have a baby, and this was a long trip. But Mary wanted to be with her husband for the birth of their child. It was a long trip to Bethlehem, three full days of walking. Mary was glad when they could see the rooftops of Bethlehem in the distance. Joseph, she said, let's stay at the first inn we come to. I think our baby is almost ready to be born. But when they got to Bethlehem, they found the little town crowded with people. They stopped at the first inn they came to and knocked at the door. But the innkeeper said, I'm sorry, there's no more room here. At the next inn, the innkeeper said, I'm sorry, we're full. Try the place three streets over, it's bigger. Joseph tried another place and another place, but everywhere it was the same story. I'm sorry, we're full. But... There is a little barn where the animals were. Animals! Anybody who's dressed like an animal or feels like one, come join us and stay in the barn with Mary and Joseph. It was clean and warm. He showed them a good place, and it smelled like sweet hay. And on that very night, in that barn in Bethlehem, their little baby was born. They named him Jesus. Mary and Joseph wrapped him in the soft swaddling cloth and made a little bed for him in the hay. That night, like every night, there were shepherds in the fields outside Bethlehem watching the flocks of sheep. Shepherds, stand up. You can come up and be amazed. Show us your amazement. The shepherds were surprised and amazed by a very bright light in the sky and a strange song coming from nowhere and everywhere all at once. It was angels, and they were glorious. Angels, will you fly about and share the good news with everyone? Come on, angels. After sharing the joyous news, the angels went to see the baby born in a stable in the city of Bethlehem to tell him hello. What a beautiful baby. Angels, be sure to say hello. Be sure to say hello before going back to your seats. What great brightness do you see? 
After the angels had gone back to their seats, the shepherds remembered what they had said, that a wonderful baby had been born, and that they would find him by following the brightest star in the sky. So the shepherds all said to each other, let's go look for the baby, because of the bright star that they saw. And there were Mary and Joseph, looking after the baby. And the shepherds saw that Jesus was just stunning. And everyone together say very quietly, Oh, what a beautiful baby. Oh, what a beautiful baby. And then even the shepherds went back to their seats. And on the way, they told everyone what they had seen. Tell everybody you saw the baby. On this same night, three wise ones saw the bright star and said to each other, Look at the amazing star. It must be shining for something special. The wise ones loaded up their camels with treasures and traveling supplies and followed the star all the way to Bethlehem. Wise ones, make your way to the barn with your gifts. Jesus was very young when the wise ones found him, but they knew he was special. What a wonderful child. This child will be our teacher. And they gave him their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
As the wise ones returned to their seats, Mary and Joseph wondered for a long time about all of these things that had happened when the child was born. It's astonishing that all of these people would come to see our baby and give us presents for him. They don't even know him. When Jesus grew up, he was a courageous teacher, just like the wise ones said. And one of the most important things he tried to teach people was to love each other and to treat all people, even strangers, with kindness and care. And people who have tried to follow his best teachings have become better people and have spread light throughout the whole world, which is what we are here to do. Tonight we shared the Christmas story about one special baby, but this baby isn't the only special one. Every child is a treasure, is a wonder and a miracle. And as they grow up, they are always and forever a treasure, a wonder, and a miracle. I invite you to say these words with me that you'll find on the slide. For so, so the, the children come, come and so, so they, they have, have been coming. coming. Always in the same way they come, born of the seed of life. For each night a child is born is a holy night. Parents sitting beside their children's cribs feel the glory in the sight of a new life beginning. Each night a child is born is a holy night, a time for singing, a time for wondering, a time for worshiping. Our meditation reading comes from German theologian Dorothea Zolle, In This Night. In this night, the stars left their habitual places and kindled wildfire tidings that spread faster than sound. In this night, the shepherds left their posts to shout new slogans into each other's clogged ears. In this night, the foxes left their warm burrows And the lion spoke with deliberation, this is the end revolution. In this night, roses fooled the earth and began to bloom in snow. Let us all enter into an attitude of meditation and prayer together where we just breathe together or where we speak to God or listen as... We understand God. This is the time of blessing. We bless one another. We bless our families. We bless the world. We bless with prayers and presence, with being together, with laughter and food, with help, with attention and with listening. As we continue our attitude of meditation, you're invited to light candles. You're also invited to write blessings on little scraps of paper that are over on this side 
There are clear ornaments within which you can place your scrap of paper blessing for the world, for yourself, your family, for this church, whatever blessing is overflowing from your heart, and we will hang them all up later. Please say these words with me as we extinguish our chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. Please hum or sing along with me if you like. The lone wild bird in lofty flight is still with thee, nor leaves thy sight. And I am thine, I rest in thee. Great Spirit, come and rest in me. Go in peace. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.